The Zone Sports Network is taking you to the movies. This is the Movie Zone on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Merry Christmas for real this time. I know. Merry Christmas Eve. I know. Can you believe it, man? It's here. Can you believe it's here and we're here? Do you hear what I hear? I'll punch you where you sit. That was really Even though bad. we're in different Can you auto tune that? Because that was horrible. It wasn't. That wasn't the problem. That song was the problem. Oh. I hate that song. Sorry, I've been rocking out with the Megadeth greatest uh, Christmas <laughs> hits. <laughs> He's Johnny Lightfoot. I'm Austin Horton. I sound loud. Am I loud? Uh, not any more than normal. Okay. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, smart eh? Uh, Johnny Lightfoot there. I'm Austin Horton. I think I said that already. It's the movie zone. It is a Christmas Eve edition of the movie zone here. And, uh, yeah, we love each other so much and we love you, the listener so much that we're here on Christmas Eve. Can you believe it? We are doing the show. And you know what I'm doing after the show? Uh, I, I could guess, but tell me. <laughs> After the show and before Santa Claus comes. You are going on a rampage throughout the city? No. no. That was that's that was uh, last uh, Christmas. Okay. What are you doing this Christmas this Eve? This Christmas Eve, I'm going to the Megaplex Theaters. Nice. Up in Centerville. Yes. My fam- Today is my mother's birthday. Oh, how cool. And we want to celebrate, but we can't do so in the normal fashion. We right. usually all gather at grandpa and grandma's house, and we're real close to one another. We can't do that this year. Uh, but we still want to celebrate and see one another. So we've rented one of the theaters. No, really? Up at the Centerville uh, yes. Legacy Theater there, or Megaplex Theater. Uh, and uh, what's that? The Legacy Crossing, I think, is the name mm-hmm, of the theater mm-hmm. there. And we're going to watch the new uh, rewritten, redone, amazingly done Forgotten Carols with our friend Michael McLean. That's really cool. That's going to be a fun night. It will be fun. We're looking forward to it. But it's, and uh, when I told the big show that those were our plans, Gordon said, well, did they give you a deal over there because of your show? And I said, no different deal than anyone else can sign up and get. Right. And it's an incredible deal. It's amazing. I've, I've heard them talking about this. We've and by heard, deal, I mean deal. I know what you mean. <laughs> I've, I've heard both uh, Larry and Jeff talk, talk to both of us about this, and it's awesome. I wish I would have thought of that. So uh, you can uh, do that. Well, there's some other th- stuff and things we can uh, give you. In fact, let's just do, right, yeah. we'll do that right now. The let's last second gift ideas, courtesy of Megaplex Theaters. Look, all of us out there are last-minute shoppers. I know there's somebody I've forgotten on my list. And as soon as we finish this show, I'm probably going to go, ah, and have to run out and get something for him. And this is perfect. Yeah, like, uh, I don't know, a hypothetical example here. Let's say you host a three times a week show about movies with a friend from work. Mm -hmm. And said friend brings you a holiday gift and you have nothing to give them. Yeah, that's a story of my life. Yeah, because it just happened. Oh. You brought me some really nice cookies and I said... Thanks. Do you want one? <laughs> <laughs> no, look, that's all good, man. You but don't I need can, to worry about that. I can get on megaplexstore.com, get you a gift card, a gift basket, the popcorn, refillable popcorn tubs and drink cups. Which I love, by the way. That's what Gordon gave me a few Christmases ago. They're great. They're you- great for not only at the theater, those mm-hmm. mugs, but when you're sick at home, they are wonderful to fill up with seven. I don't know if when you have a sick tummy. 
Sure. Do you, do you drink some Seven Up yeah, or ginger ale? Uh, ginger ale, yeah. You fill that baby up and it stays cold right by you all day. I love it. Love it. Yeah, I love it. Well, you know the popcorn mugs, the refillable popcorn tubs. Sorry, are awesome because they save you so much money throughout the year. Absolutely. So much money. I mean, they pay for themselves three, four, five times over. They are so cool. Yep, absolutely. So, uh, and their holiday, hol- they do have holiday hours coming up tomorrow, Christmas Day. They open at uh, 10 a.m. New Year's Eve next week, 10 a.m. And uh, New Year's Day, 10 a.m. Each day they'll be closing around 10 p.m. Although I'm not sure what time they close on Christmas. I would assume probably around 10 p.m. as well. Well, you know what's happening on Christmas at the Megaplex. Well, before we get to that, mm-hmm. we you do know. have new movies. I know. And, and there's a big one coming. And it, oh, I, I'm so we have. I'm glad we get to talk about it because it opens Finally. tomorrow. Technically midnight tonight. Finally, uh, and I have to it's say, finally here. Merry Christmas. We'll talk about it in a moment. And I've got thoughts, and I need you to walk me off the ledge a little bit on oh, something. Oh boy, that might be hard. So we'll <laughs> we'll get to that in just a moment. But we have neglected tradition, which is not a good thing to do on Christmas Eve. Okay, what did we what did we forget? We didn't give the results of the movie's own movie showdown. See, I'm already spacing out all month long, and really all last month long too. We did nothing but Christmas movies. I know, for, and, you know what's funny? And we didn't even hit like maybe half of them. There's still so many. We did a lot of, we did the staples. We sure did, but there's still a lot more. Is there a, another genre that has this many movies made about it? The Predator series. Not genre, a holiday. I should yeah, say. The pre- predator, predator, predator series. So I tweeted out the final movie zone movie showdown Christmas style. Okay, okay. We'll do it. We'll still do this, mm-hmm. but just no more Christmas till next Christmas. Which uh, I know Christmas is tomorrow, but I'm kind of I'm kind of ready. I'm ready to talk about some other movies. <laughs> okay, you're Christmas <laughs> out. Hold on, we got 40 more minutes left in the show. Hold on here <laughs> with me. Uh, uh, Home Alone or Home Alone Two? Which movie is better? Mm. You can all guess which way this one went. But is it the right way? 78% of the vote. Yeah. Said Home Alone 3. (laughs) No, that's a sham. Oh, okay. Landed on Home Alone, the original. Only 22% of the vote went to Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Well, let's be honest. Can you really get lost twice? (laughs) You know what I mean? They did the same movie. It did. They just moved them to New York. Trump Tower. No, the Plaza Hotel. (laughs) Oh, the Plaza Hotel. Which we learned last week. Yes. They were allowed to shoot there because they put him in the movie. That's right. Yeah. Yes. But uh, Home Alone, is it better? Is it a better overall movie than Home Alone 2? You know, a lot of sequels tend to not be as good as the original. And that's just kind of the norm. And I think it falls true in this case. <sighs> yeah, although I, I really do love Home Alone 2. No, I I didn't hate Home Alone 2. Don't get me wrong. It's not Home Alone 3 or Home Alone 4. Those don't exist. La, 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 la. But uh, it's not as good as the original. There's only a few movies that that are better than the original, like Empire Strikes Back is better than Star Wars. Okay, maybe. Godfather 2 is better than Godfather. Sure. Aliens is better than Alien. We've jumped the shark. Right. Home Alone (laughs) is better than Home Alone 2, but I don't think it's... 78 to 22%. No, I would probably give it more like 60-40. Okay. I was yeah. going to go 65-35. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
So there you go. That's the last Christmas edition of the Movie Zone Movie Showdown. And uh, later in the show, we'll give you Netflix has ranked their 10 new holiday movies. Ooh. Like like new excuse, genre? Excuse me. Pop Sugar ranked ho- uh, Netflix's 10 holiday movies this year. What's Pop Sugar? It's just one of those like BuzzFeed. It's Oh, okay. They're into pop culture. Fake so we'll, we'll tell you what they ranked <laughs> one through ten uh, for Netflix holiday selections this year. But there you go. That's okay. the final Christmas style movie zone movie showdown. Well done. All right, let's talk about it. Merry Christmas, Johnny. I release you. You can now <laughs> tell me what you feel about Gal Gadot and Wonder Woman 1984. I am super excited. I think these are one of the very few DC movies, superhero movies that has been done correctly. And Mm. Wonder Woman 1984 looks like so much fun. It looks like a blast. I mean, Wonder Woman, the original Wonder Woman uh, with Gal was amazing. And of course, Shazam was amazing. And there's a lot of pressure on 1984. Yes, there is. There's a lot of pressure to be good, and I think it's going to be. Well, I think it's going to be awesome. They started making this movie nine years ago. So. Yes, I know. I know. I'm exaggerating. But I love, I love the fact that it's 1984. I mean, parachute pants, fanny packs, <laughs> you know, the whole thing. Okay, now explain this to Hopefully the, Van Halen is referenced in it. Explain this to the non-nerd. Okay. What year was it during the first Wonder Woman? It was uh, World War II time. Okay, I remember that, but then I thought they went to no. the future. No. Oh, okay. No, what you're thinking of is Justice League. Okay. Because they, you know, and Batman versus Superman, that okay. was more in the current right. time and she was in those. Yeah. But no, going back in time was uh, World War II, and now they're jumping to the 80s. But Steve Rogers died so, in the first one. No, I'm not giving anything away because this has been leaked. Um, Wonder Woman is not necessarily those type of movies that follow chronological order like the marvel movies do it's just kind of different stories okay but that's he what i've heard died in the 40s right so this could this just is be, the 80s this could just be like i don't know maybe an alternate universe wonder woman in 1984 i don't know so it, it does not make sense each one is its own story yes there's each, no congruency each one is its hmm. own story however i think they're going to time together somehow well and therein lies my one little tiny concern oh i have a I big problem to walk with this. me off the ledge right from. okay i might not i might be on the ledge with you i i fear that they're how do i say this without sounding like a caveman i feel like they're banking on gal Gadot's, uh uh popularity mm-hmm. rather than trying Sorry. to make a really good movie because she's really good, and yes, she's really pretty, and a lot of people will go see this movie just because she's in it. Sure. But the first one was that, but it was an also an amazing movie. Correct. And I'm afraid that they've just banked on the first ones and Gal Gadot's success and have mailed it in. That's my fear. I don't... I don't know anything. I've not seen it. No, I have not seen it either. I've seen some spoilers, but not anything that... It gives the whole story away, but I think that it's gonna, they're going to have a way to tie this into the first one somehow, even though it's a quote-unquote separate story, but I don't think they're just going to bank on Gal. I think they know everything is on the line with this Wonder Woman movie. If they have another flop, yeah, I mean, come on. The, the, best, the best DC superhero movies to date, besides like the original Batman series with Michael Keaton, 
the Christian Bale Batmans. Yeah, but that wasn't Warner Brothers DC. That was also was uh, it Warner Brothers? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's not the modern one. Also, uh, Shazam. That was a great movie. The Joker and Wonder Woman, right? Yes. And all the other ones have been kind of... Eh, Suicide which, Squad, forget about it. It was okay. Nah, well, but it wasn't great. Uh, the su- the new rebanked, a uh, rebanked, re- rebooted Supermans were okay. The, uh, they were not okay at all. Batman versus Superman? Blech. No. The Justice League? Eh. Mm. They need Birds more. of Prey was okay, but Birds no one saw it. No one saw it. Yeah. Um, I own it, but I uh, but I liked it, yeah. so I got it anyway. But they they need something that is going to be big, is going to be huge, because I fear another flop. It might be the end of DC. It might be, and if it is, if this flops, then I I honestly I think they need to take my advice, and I'm giving it to them for free. Okay, just do funny goofball. Shazams, right? Not just—I don't mean Shazam movies. I mean like Shazam, right? Right. Just in that style, like like the Lego movie. The first one was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Just just make that your thing. Let Marvel have the serious superhero takes, right? And you bank in on the people like me, who prefer the uh, what gamey, the catchy, the the what the old. Adam West's Batmans were. Sure. Campy, as it's called. Campy, thank you. What did I call it? Cagey? Something like that. I don't know. I wasn't listening to you. But that's what I... (laughs) Just make it funny. Make it fun. Make it light. Have a storyline, sure, but don't take yourself as seriously if this fails. If this works, then go for it. See, I... We talked about this, about what Warner Brothers is going to start doing with all their movies. I think we discussed this last week, where the majority of them are going to be released via you know netflix or whatever streaming service i think i believe hbo max is it yep. now mm-hmm. and uh, and that with the option to go to a theater based on if the theater wants to purchase it from them yeah that's right so if wonder woman 1984 is a flop warner brothers is in big trouble with that premise I agree. Yep. And uh, I, I I don't think it's going to be a flop. I think the Wonder Woman thing is a hit. I really do. And like I said, the 1984, the 80s were fun. They were rock and roll. They were crazy hair. They were just crazy clothes. No one knew what to do in the 80s. And I think they're going to play on that. And I'm excited. I was born in the 80s, but I was really a child of the 90s. Okay. Because I didn't start going to school till 1990. Sure. So uh, I didn't really. The year I graduated. <laughs> no way. I graduated ninety one. And you look so much younger than me. How's that? I, well, it's the bald thing. I know. I, I need to fix my hair. And you've been touring the world as a rock and roll star. That while I've ages been, you. While I've been touring <laughs> drive-throughs as a radio host. Uh, but uh, I feel like where was I going with this? I don't know. What? Did, how did this conversation start? We were talking about eighties. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, 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 you're excited about that part of this movie. Sure. I don't know. That really doesn't do it for me. I'm more excited because this is a real, legitimate blockbuster movie mm-hmm. back in the theater on Christmas Day. So let me let me you ask you. You can this. go to the theater. I prefer Megaplex. Go to the yes. Megaplex theaters. You know it's safe. You know it's socially distanced. Yep. You know the food is protected. You know you can have a good time. Great sound. Escape COVID. Yep. Have a great Christmas. Yep. With some normality and enjoy yourself at uh, at the Megaplex. 
And it's not just going to a movie, any movie. You're going to a blockbuster. Yeah, you I'm are. I'm so excited for that. So as you, as you just pointed out, I'm excited because 1984, right? Van Halen. I think that whole thing. So would you be more excited if it was Wonder Woman 1997? Maybe. Yeah. About, about, about the storyline, I'd be more excited. Okay. Because I would get more of the references. Sure. Like, like Captain Marvel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and she had, what was her shirt? Uh, was it Nirvana? Nirvana, was it? Yeah, I think it was. Or yeah. was it Smashing Pumpkins? No, I can't remember which I think band. it was Nirvana. I think it was, or Nine Inch Nails. Nine Inch Nails. Nine and inch the, nails. But they played like garbage and they played a yeah, whole, yeah. you know, Courtney yep. Loves Band and all that stuff at yeah. that time. And so, but that's not going to turn me away from seeing this movie. I'm no. just more excited that it's a real legitimate blockbuster yes, in it's the huge. theater. It's huge. It's big. I mean, we've had some big movies coming out with major stars in them, but I think this is the biggest quote-unquote COVID movie yet. Yeah, for movie fans, this is your grab-the-person-in-the-street-and-kiss-em moment that World War II ended with. Mm. We better not see it together then. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so there you go. That's the big, big, big one coming out this week, but it's not the only one coming no. out this week. You've also got my favorite actor of all time, Tom Hanks. Yes. Doing his thing again. He's played a cowboy before. He's reprising his role as Woody, right? <laughs> no. Oh. He, he's not. That's been done four times, and then all the shorts that he's been in as well. But no, he's in a movie called News of the World, an action-adventure drama, PG-13, starring Tom Hanks, Helena Zengel, and Elizabeth Marvel. A Civil War veteran agrees to deliver a girl taken by the Kiowa people years ago to her aunt and uncle against her will. They travel hundreds of miles and face grave dangers as they search for a place that either can call home... Yeah, it sounds like True Grit. It, it does. It kind of looks like True Grit, too, but I don't care. It's Tom it's Hanks. It's Tom Hanks in a cowboy movie. Yeah, it's Tom Hanks in a And you know what? Let's go. There's not enough cowboy movies these days. There's really not. I I agree. There's there not enough cowboy more. anything these no, days. No, we're, we're America. <laughs> we need more cowboy movies. Oh, I'd love to be a cowboy without the smells. Yeah, and the indoor plumbing. <laughs> right, so, and toothpaste. so you've got Wonder Woman 84, News of the World. You also have uh, Carrie Mulligan, an Allison Brie show called Promising Young Woman, rated R dark comedy crime drama. A young woman traumatized by a tragic event seeks out vengeance against those who cross her path. I love me a good vengeance movie. I know you do. You're all about the vengeance. But I want to I skip ahead to this next one because I want to okay. spend a little time on here. Actually, I'm skipping over the next one. I'm, no, I'm not. I'm going to the, same, the next one. <laughs> Pinocchio. Okay. PG-13 live action drama fantasy. Not a Disney property. Correct. How did that happen? Ah, uh, moolah. <laughs> Someone bought the rights. Okay. Old wood woodcarver Geppetto's puppet creation Pinocchio magically comes to life with dreams of becoming a real boy. I'm a easily, real boy. easily led astray. Pinocchio tumbles from one misadventure to another as he is tricked, kidnapped, chased by bandits. Yes, we know the story. Yes, it's the typical Pinocchio story. It's not like a Tim Burton twist on it or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. However, I I like the Disney live actions. Mulan. But this is not a Disney live no, action. No, I know, but I'm saying, but it's still the Disney story. No, it's not. Well, it is. It isn't. Because he was Geppetto, and Geppetto <laughs> did make a real boy. I want to make a boy. He wanted to become a real boy, and he was <laughs> led astray. And he did go on adventures and kidnapped and tricked and chased by bandits. Yes. 
but it's not Disney. So, Austin, I'm going to second your question. How did this happen? Uh, I don't know, but uh, I'll be real honest with you, Johnny. Okay. When this is on Netflix, I'll give it a peek. So if if this was a Disney live action like Mulan was, which was awesome, by the way, would you have more Mulan faith in Mulan was it? awesome. I didn't care for how it ended, but whatever. No, I didn't care for how it ended, but I look, I know we're skipping around here, but uh, <laughs> I never saw the, the animated Mulan. Never? No. So Have you still never? I still haven't seen oh, it. Oh, you have to. I will see the animated Mulan. But what, you were saying something about how... This Pinocchio being a live action versus the animated Pinocchio. I don't think it will have the magic. I, I think it's going to be a good movie. I do. I think it'll be entertaining because we all love the Pinocchio story. We've all seen the Disney Pinocchio stories, but since this is not Disney, it's going to be different, but it's not going to have, it's going to be good, but it's not going to have that magic. Well, there you go. Those are your three movies that really matter. This sure. week on Christmas day at the, at the Megaplex theaters, you've got Wonder Woman 1984, News of the World, starring Tom Hanks, and that one you just told us about. What's the name of it? Pinocchio. Pinocchio, <laughs> sorry. And we talked about uh, the one, the Vengeance movie, uh, that I'm not remembering, uh, Promising Young Woman. So, four movies. Four go, movies. Go check them out. Coming up next, we've got time for a poll question and your responses this week. At Austin Horton, at Johnny Lightfoot One, at Zone Sports Net on Twitter, we asked you for a Christmas movie that most reminds you of your childhood. Take that any way you'd like. Mm. We'll get to your responses next. Coming up in segment three, we've got From the Archives, give you some facts and little-known facts about some of your favorite movies, and the official ranking of all ten of the Netflix holiday movies that are out there right now. That and more as we continue on a Christmas Eve edition next, here on The Movie Zone. You're locked on to the Movie Zone on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Welcome back to segment two of the Movie Zone. I will be Johnny Lightfoot. You shall be Austin Horton today. So let it be written. There it is. Do you hear that music in the background? I do. I love this sound. Well, imagine this, Austin. We're talking a little loud for this. I know. What would the holidays be like without the dulcet tones of Bing Crosby's voice? Drifting through the air, maybe in a department store, at a party, a background, maybe a favorite old movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, you know, many of us as- associate Bing Crosby with the holiday season. He was more than just a carol singer. He was an actor, a comedian, and he dominated both record sales and box office. We are talking about Bing Crosby, also known as Harry being Crosby Jr. Mm-hmm, yeah, and though you, uh, most of us, especially of our age and younger, think of him with Christmas songs. Right. He, like you mentioned, he, the, his career was not just that, but that is definitely what put him on the map and is still making him talked about oh. to this day. And he owes it all to, who wrote the uh, uh, Burl Ives or? Uh, of, of, of White Irv Christmas Berlin, you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Irv Burling, or yeah. what's his name? Er, uh, Burling, oh, what? Now, uh, I would be terrible at uh, uh, Trivial Pursuit. 
I swear it was... Uh, it's Irving Berlin's. Irving Berlin's. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. Sorry, it took me a minute to figure out what you're talking about. Sorry. You lost me there, buddy. Irving Berlin gave Bing Crosby his Christmas persona. Which, but of anyway. course, is the song White Christmas, which was huge, charted numerous times, had multiple decades of success. Huge, huge, huge. In fact, uh, Bing Crosby sang his ironic Iconic, sorry. Iconic, yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> <Not> ironic. ironic. <laughs> His iconic hit, White Christmas, in three different films, starting with Holiday Inn in 1942, Blue Skies in 1946, and of course, can you guess it, the 1954 movie White Christmas. Sure, sure, sure. I love Holiday Inn. That's my favorite of all those. Uh, they're great. He's great, man. He he hung out with Frank Sinatra, Bob Hope. He even hung out with David Bowie. Yeah, he's he's like a member of the Rat Pack but not, yeah, but not, not a not, you know? baptized member of the Rat Pack. Yeah. Well, th- and since we're a sports station, I have to mention this. He's also an amazing golfer. Oh, was he? In fact, he had 16 holes-in-ones in That's, his life. I don't believe that. And here's the best. That's not is, real. This isn't the best part. No one's had 16 holes-in-one. Bean Crosby. No. However, this is, I don't love this part, but he went out doing what he loves. He died... Playing golf. He had just finished a great round and died of a heart attack on the course outside of Madrid. He was 73 years old. Well, thanks for that. He got his nickname. (laughs) Everyone's wondered how he got the nickname Bing because, as I mentioned, his name is... Harry. Harry. Yeah. He got his name, his iconic name, from a comic strip feature. Bing? Bingville Bugle. Okay. And then what that divulged into is Chandler Bing. Right. On the Friends episodes. Right. He, he had a couple friends that uh, started calling him Bingo from Bingville, mm. which eventually just turned into Bing. And then they came up with a really bad search engine, Bing. Oh, they did. Blech. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Bing Crosby, uh, a man that uh, is associated iconically, as you mentioned, with Christmas. Always will be, always has been. He's got a very melodic, uh, soothing, very velvety voice. Very. Uh, you'll never hear a hard S from Bing Crosby. It's always white Christmas. Sure. Always tells off the S's. Uh one of uh, an example of an artist whose personal life was very, very, very marred. Did yeah. a lot of things I would never, ever dream of doing and never want anyone to do. Yes. But most artists and famous people have scars and have sure. mars on their record. And you kind of have to just not condone it. But when we're talking about being Crosby the artist, we can also mention... He's not our role model, but he was phenomenal artist. Yes. Yeah. And what, one last thing, uh, and a lot of people might not realize this, but obviously he had immense talent in several different areas. But Bing had a pioneering role in the field of music. He was the first to introduce, as they call it, crooning. Okay. An American singing style. Before uh, Crosby became a famous musician dominating the charts, singers would use a belting style to allow their voices to extend across the entire concert hall. Belting would help, especially when they didn't have microphones. However, Bing preferred a different approach. His style was really, as you just mentioned, smooth, much quieter, and it complemented his sentimental song lyrics. It didn't take long for musicians all over the country to start copying him. So they owe it all to Bing. That's right. Frank Sinatra, 
owes it to Bing. Did it better than Bing, but Bing started it. That's correct. Wonderful. So there you go. That's this week's lesson in music history, brought to you by Johnny Lightfoot. Yeah. Christmas style. Well, it's Christmas. It has to be Bing. Speaking of, Merry Christmas. Welcome back. He's Johnny Lightfoot. As he mentioned, I'm Austin Horton. It's the Movie Zone, and it's time for your opportunity to shine here on the show. Each week in segment two, most of the time, we give you a chance <laughs> to uh, take over, and we ask you a question on Twitter, at Austin Horton, at Johnny Lightfoot1, at Zone Sports Net. This week's question, what Christmas movie reminds you most of your childhood? Mm. We'll let you give your answers First one that comes to your mind, though, Johnny. You're going to laugh. Gremlins. Oh, get out of here. It does. It does, man. Why? I don't know. You, just, who, who showed you that as a kid? I went and saw it in the theater when you I was a kid. were 28 when that movie came out. I wish. I was more like young. It was in the 80s. Remember, we discussed this. Yes. I saw Gremlins, and it's a Christmas movie. As I mentioned also last week, a non-Christmas Christmas movie. That's what it, I, I just remember seeing that. That's what comes to mind. Okay. That, so. and of course, the, the animated Rudolphs and all that. Yeah. Uh, my, my answer is twofold, threefold, really. Okay. Immediately, these come to my mind immediately. Home Alone, mm-hmm. Muppet Christmas Carol, and the animated Rudolph. Okay. That's a total generation thing. The animated Rudolph, I, we talked about this a few weeks ago. I can, I, I have the commercials memorized that oh, were yeah. on. Because we always watched it on a recorded version on a VHS that my yeah. mom had popped in to record it for us. Well, you remember, we talked about this, like you said, a few weeks ago, and that Rudolph came from Montgomery Ward. Remember, I don't know if you remember that catalog yeah. or not, but that's, yeah. that's where it started. Yeah. So uh, there's, there's our answers. What are your answers? Ben says Muppet Christmas Carol. It was the first Jim Henson film that was made after he had died. I that's didn't right. know that. I did know that. Uh, did you know how Jim Henson died? No. Pneumonia. Really? Yeah. Oh. It's terrible. Was it Predator? Get out of here. <laughs> Steven Surprise, the year without a Santa Claus. Oh, wow. Which okay. I had never seen until I got married, because okay. it's my wife's favorite movie. And, and it, now it's your favorite movie. <sighs> I don't really care for it. But we do sing the uh, the the Heat Miser and Snow Miser, Cold Mo, whatever song. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon says Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Reminds him of his childhood. Wow. I'm old. Lyle Wolf says Home Alone 1 and 2. Okay. Daniel Chavez sends in a gif of uh, the little brother getting dressed for winter in A Christmas Story. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a classic. Robert says Twas the Night Before Christmas, the Clement Moore story. Now, debatable. I don't think I know this one. The Twas the Night Before Christmas? Oh, like the story? All the house? The story yeah, there's story? There's an anime. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. But it's debatable whether Clement Moore actually wrote that. Really? Some people believe it was Rip Van Winkle. Hmm. Author, or the, the author of Rip Van Winkle. What's his name? Uh, uh, Irving... Berlin. No, I don't think... <laughs> no, let's see. Who wrote Rip Van Winkle? Uh, Washington Irving. Okay. Some some believe he may have written it. But anyway, uh, Travis says, Rudolph and my favorite Muppet Christmas Carol. Yes. Professional sports political since 1884. That's a Twitter <laughs> handle? Says, wow. The Santa Claus. With the E at the end? See the little emphasis there? Uh-huh. Jeff says Christmas story. Brent says Charlie Brown Christmas. You're blocked, Brent. Derek <laughs> says you'll shoot your eye out, kid. Mm-hmm. Miguel says Home Alone. D. Bizzle, <laughs> Christmas Story. Tim Huff is being funny. 
Oh, what did he say? Die Hard 2. It's a great Christmas movie. It's not. It is. Sally Page responds to Megan's uh, suggestion of a Christmas carol with this spoiler alert. There's only one Marley in Christmas Carol. Did you know that? No. In the book, Jacob Marley is the only Marley. Is that right? But in the Muppets version, they have Waldorf and Statler, so they have to have two Marleys. Correct. Marley and Marley. Right, 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 right. But I got a question wrong in school, in elementary school. Because of that? Yes. Really? Yes. (laughs) So that's how I learned that. Jeremy says, Home Alone, Christmas Vacation, and Muppets Christmas Carol. I know they are not unique answers, but them's the facts. Mm. To which I say it's like we're the same age. Yeah, he's not wrong. Uh, Josh Frame says, The Santa Claus. Quentin says, I guess I could use a little social interaction. Name that movie. Uh, Predator. The Grinch. I know. Kyle says Christmas Vacation. Which the goat of Christmas movies. Uh, this is t- uh, the one that speaks like that. I know. I'm just Jim playing, Carrey. playing again. Uh, <laughs> the, 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 the Grinch. The Grinch. Kyle says the greatest of all Christmas movies, Christmas Vacation. So there you go. This week's edition of the poll question, Christmas movies that remind you of your childhood. Now, did we discuss this in, in this month and a half or two months of Christmas movies? What is the greatest of all time? Did we ever discuss that? I think here and there we did. But definitively, I don't think we really I don't think stamped we, it out. I don't think we did. And It I, depends, man. It depends on ages. I, I know. It's very generational. But I... When I think Christmas movies, I really think the, the first one I want to watch is Christmas Vacation or Scrooged or Elf or Four Christmases. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, all right. So there you go. That's the movie zone uh, poll question this week. Before we break, though, Johnny. Yes, sir. I wanted to squeeze in here the official ranking of Netflix's. Ooh. 10 holiday movies. Yes, they they gave 10 holiday movies this year on Netflix. A ranking? 1 through 10. Okay. Or rather, uh, let's see, maybe it's 10 through 9. This is not my list. This should be interesting. This list belongs to Pop Sugar. Number 10, so it's 10 through 1. Okay. So dead last. Okay, you're last not place. Like, you're not going to be happy with this. Okay. Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square. Last place. Okay. I don't really think of Christmas when I think of Dolly, but okay. Number nine. Well, this is a Christmas movie that she right. is in. Right. Excuse me. Number nine, A California Christmas, which is... What? I don't know. Never Who? heard of it. It's a cheesy, romantic holiday Christmas. Next. Number eight of ten. Uh, let me go. Angel's Christmas Wish. It's kind of a uh, computer animated... A follow-up to Angela's Christmas Wish. This is Angel's Christmas... Sorry, Angela's Christmas Wish uh, is a short animated film and the follow-up to Angela's Christmas. Excuse me. Okay. It, which is a really good movie, Angela's Christmas. So, I, But I haven't seen Angela's Christmas Wish yet. Number seven this year, The Princess Switch Switched Again. You may have seen the uh, uh, trailer for this. It's Vanessa Hudgens playing... Two different people who switch places. It's Parent Trap without the parents. Freaky Friday again. No, it's, well, it's two sisters. Right. One's British, one's been raised American, they switch. Right. Uh, number six, Holiday Date. Okay, hold on a second now. <laughs> is this, 
Netflix list of movies no one's ever heard of? <laughs> this is, the, yes, in most cases. Okay. It is. Now, here's your favorite. Number five, Alien Xmas. See? Now we're getting into the good stuff. Another animated short that will warm even the coldest hearts this winter. I it's mean, definitely aimed at children, but they were surprised at how what? entertaining it was to watch a small alien named X discover how special it is to put others first. I still don't know this one. Number four, The Christmas Chronicles Dose. Okay, we're getting now. We're getting to stuff we've heard of. Number three, Dance Dreams Hot Chocolate Nutcracker. Okay, that was just wasted on number three, okay. <laughs> number two, Operation Christmas Drop. That's kind of like the, is that a sequel to Operation Dumbo Drop? <laughs> it is not. Okay. And the number one holiday movie on Netflix this season, I didn't really like, but a lot of people have really enjoyed it. Jingle Jingle, A Christmas Journey. <sighs> okay. It's like The Greatest Showman meets Christmas. There's two movies on that 10 movie <laughs> list that anybody has ever heard well, of. What are you doing, you're Netflix? Miss, you're missing the point. These are movies that... Nobody's just, ever heard no, of. No, they just put them on there Nobody's this year. Nobody's ever heard of. This isn't the greatest <laughs> movies. It's just on Netflix. I think I heard greatest movies in that The, the only one I can recommend out of that entire list is one I haven't seen, and that's The Angela's Christmas Wish. <laughs> I can recommend Chronicles. It's okay. They're both... Okay, the first one's good. Yeah. The second one's... Adequate. Adequate. Yeah. As and most seconds are. And Jingle Jingle, you'll probably like it. I just didn't really care for it. Ah, Coming up next, we uh, do a, our final Christmas version of From the Archives. Yes, we are. And I completely forgot what movie we're talking about. Really? I really, really, truly did. Well, we're just going to leave that as a tease then. So we'll find out together on the other side, right here on the Movie Zone. I'll be home for Christmas. You're locked on to the Movie Zone on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Final segment this week on a Christmas Eve edition of the Movie Zone, unless you're listening on Saturday, which then we hope you had a great Christmas, which would then be yesterday. Yes, it would. And if you're listening on the Sunday version replay, hope you had a great Christmas two days ago. That's right. Enjoying all those fun toys. But if you're listening to us live tonight, Christmas Eve, Merry Christmas. And hope you're having a safe, happy holiday start to the holiday. And uh, thanks for joining us. He's Johnny Lightfoot. I'm Austin Horton. Bing Crosby bringing us in. He was our Mm. lesson in music history this week. He calms me down because the end of that last segment, I was getting a little heated. Well, So he's calming me down. You you did not like really any of those Netflix suggestions. Not one. Well, maybe one. Maybe. Maybe. But you do like the movie from the archives, which I completely forgot. I know. So surprise us. Which movie are we getting little known facts about? Today we are talking about... The Christmas movie. You see it for 24 hours for two days, so that'd be 48 hours for two days. <laughs> 1983's A Christmas Story. It came out in 1983. Yes, it did. It looks like it came out way before that. That was the point. Yeah. And we'll get into why. Well, it's post-World War II. <clears throat> Directed by Bob Clark. Who? Written by Gene Shepard, and this is based on a novel, In God We Trust, All Others Pay Cash. Wow, yeah. what a dumb name. Right? 
Starting, Not that a Christmas story is great, but... <laughs> well, it's better. Yeah. Starting Peter Beeling... Oh, I'm going to mess this up. Billingsley. Billingsley. Yeah. Miranda Dillon and Darren McGavin. Okay. Had a budget of $3.3 million in 1983. Okay. It worldwide grossed $20.6 million. Wow. Rotten Tomatoes gives it an 89% for the critics. Fans, an 88%. So they are almost dead even on that. Wow. It's very rare that that happens. Wow. Will Wheaton. You know who Will Wheaton is? The name sounds really familiar. So he was in Star Trek, The Next Generation. He was a little kid who flew the- Was he uh, Sid, Sid Farkas? I don't know. Scud Farkas? I don't know. What? Or not Farkas. The yellow-eyed guy in A Christmas Story? Will No, Wheaton. no, he wasn't in it. So he was also- oh. You currently know him from- uh, uh, Big Bang Theory. I do? Yeah, he's in Big Bang Theory. What is he doing he, that? He's, he's one of the guys, well, he plays himself. Oh, he's in Stand By Me. Stand I'm, By okay, Me, yeah, right? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, anyway. He, yeah, originally, he played uh, Gordy in Stand By Me. Correct. Yeah. He originally uh, auditioned for the role of Ralphie, but did not get it. Hmm. Also, A Christmas Story helped inspire 1998's hit series, The Wonder Years. Why? Just the whole kid, you know, I don't huh. know. Huh. Okay. That's what it says here. Okay. <laughs> Due to the popularity of A Christmas Story, the Daisy Rifle Company has started producing Red Ryder BB guns for sale during the Christmas season. It has become one of Daisy's best-selling rifles. That would make sense. Doesn't that make perfect sense? Yeah, yep. I, it makes me want one every year, and I'm 36. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Wait, how old am I? 35. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the real house used during filming can be found at 3159 West 11th Street in Cleveland, Ohio. Slow down! Okay. Yeah. Okay, you got that? Yeah. The original home uh, used for exterior shots for the family was put up for auction. Auction on eBay. Wow. And an avid fan, Brian Jones, purchased it directly from the seller for 150 grand. And what did he do with it? Well... He started restoring it to the way it looked on screen. The exterior was completely restored, and the interior was renovated to match the interior of the home shown in the movie, even though parts of that interior were filmed in a studio, right? Sure. And on November 25, 2006, the home finally opened its doors as a tourist attraction. Yeah, a museum of sorts, yeah. Brian Jones spent almost $500,000 on top of... Of the hundred and fifty thousand, mm, I hope that's turned out well for him to prepare to to prepare for the grand opening. And in addition, he also purchased a house next door and converted it into, take a guess, uh, uh, the field of dreams, a gift shop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where you can buy a leg lamp. That's right, which we'll, a lot of my neighbors have. They do. They're yeah. I love them. I think yeah. that's great. Now, there's some debate. Now, we talked about what year. You said it seems a lot older than 1983. The debate exists about when the film about when the film takes place. The Wizard of Oz is referenced, and it takes place in 1939. Mm. But the decoder ring that he uses points to 1940. And the calendar on the wall during the dinner sequence posted December 1st on Friday, which happened in 39. However, Bing's Crosby's version of Santa Claus was released in 1943. When did this movie take place, and, Austin? And there were a lot of post-World War II model cars driving around in this in this film. You are correct. So I, I would guess 
th- we'll just say this took place between 1940 and 1940s. Sounds good. Yeah. Now, uh, although uh, Peter was pretty much the main character, and this is Ralphie, he only had 93 lines of dialogue. I counted them last night. <laughs> did you? Okay. I did. I didn't know you could count that high. I, I'm so I, proud I, of I you. used my hands and toes. Good thing there wasn't over 100. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a movie that a lot of people think they like, and a lot of people think they don't like, and I'll bet they're both wrong. Oh, they're both wrong. Yeah. I don't know if I like it or don't like it. It just is. Well, if you've never seen A Christmas Story, tune into TBS or TNT. It's on one of them. I Groundhog Day all over again for the next 48 hours I or ne- till New Year's. I never have ever seen it from start to finish. Yeah. I, I always catch sure. it at points. Yeah. All right, Johnny, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Austin. You guys be safe, be happy, be healthy. We'll be back next week for another holiday edition. That's right. As we say <laughs> to 2020. Finally. And come here, baby, to 2021. He's Johnny. I'm Austin. Creeping you out every week, three times a week here (laughs) on The Zone. It's the Movie Zone. Peace and joy. And love. And goodwill towards men.